At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. Coming to you live from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. Scott Seidenberg here. It is the look ahead on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. You can always follow on Twitter at Scott's on air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Lots to unpack here on a Wednesday into Thursday as we dissect the college football maction that went down. Preview the Thursday night game. NFL, we have an interesting trend to get to and preview Thursday night as well. And NBA action heating up as uh, yours truly came one leg shy of a nice little money line parlay. Thank you very much, Knicks. Uh, but let's start with this wild trend that has been going on in the NFL. And we this was brought to our attention by our very own Josh Applebaum who retweeted an article from Deadspin. And if you haven't seen this yet, it's wild. It's a betting system that this season has hit 39, 14, and 1. Now, that's a really good percentage of hitting. This past week in the NFL... This trend went 7-0. and In fact, the trend went 7-0 and in week two, 6-3 and in week three, and then 7-0 uh, and this past week. And so you ask, what is the trend? 
The trend is betting on teams who did not cover last week playing against teams who did cover last week. I know, sounds wild, but it could just be a buy low, sell high system that has worked. In week nine, the 7-0, and it was Jacksonville plus 14.5 against Buffalo. Not only did they cover, they won outright. Atlanta plus 5.5 against New Orleans, they also won outright. The Chargers against Philadelphia covered. Kansas City against Green Bay, based on the early line, covered. Arizona against San Francisco, covered. They won outright. Indianapolis against the Jets, covered. And the Bears against Pittsburgh, covered. Absolutely wild. This week, the teams that fall into those trends. And I'll tell you right now. I actually uh, kind of like some of these games to begin with. And now hearing that they fall into this trend, I might like them a little bit more. So here are the games that fall into this betting trend that uh, has been, I guess it was on uh, Deadspin wrote an article, our very own Josh Applebaum had tweeted it out. Uh, You follow him on Twitter at Josh underscore insights. The Raiders plus two and a half against the Chiefs, a game that I already like. I I like the uh, Raiders at three, obviously, is what I would really like it at. But we'll see where it is come Sunday night. But I do like the Raiders if it was a field goal, okay? The Eagles, plus two and a half against Denver. Similar situation. I'd rather get three, but... Two and a half, eh, I'm not sure if I like the Eagles in that spot, but I get it. But we'll just hold off on that. Three is a better number if you can get it. The New Orleans Saints plus three against the Titans. And this one is actually a spot that is I'm very curious about because the Saints have been this type of team all season long and even in prior seasons, right? Where it's uh, beat a good team, lose to a bad team, back and forth weeks, no consistency at times. And so coming off of a loss last week to the Atlanta Falcons, it would just be typical Saints to go on the road and beat the Titans. So I actually kind of like the Saints plus the three. Panthers plus 10 at the Cardinals. I don't know about this one. But... It is P.J. Walker getting the start at quarterback instead of Sam Darnold. So could add a little bit of a different dynamic to that offense. Christian McCaffrey back for another game. Maybe he's more involved in the offense. And uh, we'll still wait on the status of Kyler Murray. And maybe the Panthers do cover this. But that's the part of the system here. The next game would be the Cowboys against the Falcons. Cowboys laying nine and a half. Atlanta coming off a win uh, as an underdog against New Orleans. Dallas coming off of a loss as a 9-10 to point favorite over the Broncos, losing outright at home. That's an embarrassing loss. So how do they bounce back? Maybe they bounce back by blowing out the Atlanta Falcons. Kind of like that one. And then the Ravens, 
minus seven against the Dolphins. This one I actually love because I think the Ravens are going to blow out Miami. So it's very interesting. This trend so far this season, 39-14-1. Now, I don't think you should just blindly bet these games, but I do think that it adds a little bit of intrigue to some of these games. Maybe it pushes you over the top on some of these games. It's just an added trend. It's an added piece of information that you can add to your research when you're looking at um, these games. And what's interesting also about some of these games, if you want to combine stats and trends, there's another trend that was pointed out in this week's edition of Point Spread Weekly. And if you're not getting points for weekly, do yourself a favor and make sure that you <coughs> excuse me, are subscribing. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe and check out Point Spread Weekly each and every week. In Point Spread Weekly, Steve Mackinnon does a tremendous job of going over different trends throughout the NFL season. And one of the trends that he focused on in the article for this week is single-digit road underdogs. And what's been happening this season is single-digit road underdogs in the NFL are covering at 69.1%. 35 and 34 straight up, so they're winning games outright. But 47, 21, and one against the spread this season. Again, single-digit road underdogs, so between one and nine and a half, are 47-21-1 against the spread this season. So now let's combine the systems. Let's combine the trends. And which of these games feature single-digit road underdogs? Well, the first one, would be the New Orleans Saints. The Saints, a single-digit road underdog, plus three at the Tennessee Titans. They fall into the trend of single-digit road dog, and they fall into the trend of betting on a team that failed to cover last week versus a team that did cover last week. And that trend is hitting at 39-14-1 this season. The other game that falls into that category is the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles, who are two-and-a-half-point dogs, at the Denver Broncos. A single-digit road dog, also a team that failed to cover the previous week versus a team that did cover the previous week. So those two games fall into both trends. The Eagles, plus two-and-a-half at the Broncos, and the Saints plus three at the Titans. Now, are those the two best bets out of this potential card? Don't think so. But it's worth noting that those are the games that fall directly into both trends. And so if you're trying to find some historical data to back yourself, uh, to back these games, to back, back what's going on, These are some pretty good ones here. The single-digit road dogs, and there's a couple of them more here, 
and then also combined with the uh, TikTok video that Deadspin pointed out about teams that uh, have a chance to cover after failing to do so the week before, kind of the buy low, sell high mode in uh, the NFL. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You follow me on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. The other single-digit road dogs on the NFL schedule coming up here this week. The Browns, two-and-a-half-point road dogs at the Patriots, single-digit road dog. The Lions, nine points at the Steelers, single-digit road dog. The Vikings... Three-point underdogs at the Chargers, single-digit road dog. And you also have the Seahawks as a single-digit road dog getting three at Green Bay. So you look at those, you have Seahawks, Vikings, Lions, Browns, in addition to the Saints and the Eagles. And which one of those underdogs has the best chance to cover? (coughs) Excuse me. Out of those... I'd probably pick the Eagles. And that's just maybe a big, <coughs> excuse me, against the Broncos. But I'd probably go with the Philadelphia Eagles to cover that game. You know, two and a half point dogs at Denver. That's what I'd like there. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You follow on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S C O T T S O N A I R. Coming up next, I'll get to one of my college picks that I have solidified here for this coming weekend's card. It actually begins here on Thursday night. You want to pay attention to that one. It's the look ahead here on VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service 
project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of The Look Ahead is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like Spearmint, Wintergreen, Citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head on over to Zinn.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's Z-Y-N.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It is the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network, always on Twitter. At Scott's on air, S C O T T S O N A I R. We had some action games here on Wednesday night in uh, the college football world. Toledo with a 49 17 win over Bowling Green. Northern Illinois edged Ball State 30 29. And Central Michigan a 54 30 win over Kent State. Uh, we talked yesterday about blindly betting overs, and uh, overs went 2 and 1 once again here on Wednesday with the only loss, of course, being the game that I had, uh, over 60 of uh, Ball State, Northern Illinois, it finished at 59. Uh, It was 59 and a half. At some places, you still lost by the hook anyway, um, as both teams on the final two possessions, if you will, 
uh, settled for field goals when you just needed a touchdown to hit that over. You got two field goals as Northern Illinois. And I hate when teams do this. Northern Illinois gets the ball back after. So they take the lead with a touchdown. When they take the lead, there's two minutes and 42 seconds left on the clock. So they kick the ball off back to Ball State. Ball State marches right down, gets stopped at the 31-yard line, kicks a field goal, 48 yards. It's good. Congratulations. Ball State has the lead. Northern Illinois then, with a minute 42, gets the ball back and manages to move the football all the way down to the 23-yard line. It's third and two from the 23-yard line with 18 seconds left. And they get a penalty, an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, on Ball State to give them a first down from the 11-yard line. And they have a timeout in their pocket. And instead of going for a touchdown, and yes, part of me is just bitter because... I didn't hit the over, but I don't necessarily agree when teams do this. Yes, I understand that um, it's smart to set yourself up for a chip shot field goal. You're very likely going to hit it, but it's college football and just in any football game, things can happen. When you line up for a field goal, there could be a bad snap. There could be a bad hold. Your kicker can shank it. It could be blocked. There's a lot of factors that could go into a field goal. I feel more comfortable handing the football off because I don't want to pass it. I don't want to, you know, potentially have an interception. I feel comfortable handing the football off and seeing if my running back can get into the end zone. And maybe I'm taking two chances to see if that happens. But instead of doing that, what they did was what other teams, a lot of teams would do. The quarterback takes a snap and then centers the football and slides down. So they center it in the middle of the field. They let the clock milk all the way down. They call a timeout. Kicker comes in to take the field goal, so they win the game 30-29. Under comes in by a hook, and the over misses. So another close day, and what's crazy is yesterday's games as well, 2-1 and one to the over, and the one that missed barely missed by two points, or by one point, and had uh, there been a two-point conversion at the end of the game, Overs would have been 3-0. and You know, there's a lot of scenarios here in this game that could have played out as well. So you're looking at it was, what, 6-2 and two coming into tonight? So now it's 8-3. and Maction overs midweek. We're talking about the Tuesday-Wednesday games. Over the past two weeks, 8-3 and three to the over. Yet, at two of those three losses were by a combined three points. So it could easily be uh, ten and one to the over instead of eight and three, which is absolutely wild. The uh, next game will take place here on Thursday night. 
and it's going to feature number 21 Pitt hosting North Carolina. I really like Pittsburgh in this game. Like, I really like Pittsburgh a lot. North Carolina is coming off of the upset win over Wake Forest. In that game, it was a back-and-forth affair in which over 100 points were scored. It was 58-55 was the final. And yeah, North Carolina actually had a, a 10-point lead. and Wake Forest did score a touchdown there in the final minute to make it a, a three-point game. But North Carolina was also down by 14 points in the fourth quarter. And they outscored Wake Forest 24 to nothing prior to that final possession. And then Wake scores a touchdown. So they outscored them 24 to 7 in the fourth quarter. They went from being down 14 to actually up 10, which is just wild. A comeback effort like that takes a lot of energy, takes a lot out of you. And now that team, it's not so much a letdown because of the opponent, right? Because the opponent's a good opponent. You know, they're going on the road, they're facing a ranked opponent and a Heisman Trophy candidate quarterback. So it's not like they're going from playing a big opponent like an undefeated Wake Forest to now playing uh, a very bad team that they're not going to be focused on. It's not about that. What it is about is the intensity and the energy and the emotions that it took to beat Wake Forest in that back-and-forth affair. And now having to, on a short week of preparation, because this game is on a Thursday night, they played on the Saturday, so on a short week, and they're on the road, too, so they got to travel, so it's less practice time. So on a short week with travel, they now have to go on the road and take on a Pittsburgh team that is still trying to lock up their spot in the ACC uh, Coastal Division. Right now, Pitt is in first place in the Coastal at 4-1. and one. Virginia is behind them at four and two. If both Virginia and if if uh, Virginia can beat, they play each other next week. So Virginia's next games are Pitt and Vatek. So the best that Virginia can finish is six and two, with two wins. Okay, Pittsburgh has North Carolina. Virginia and Syracuse. So they could finish seven and one. Obviously, the game against Virginia is the one that counts the most because if they're both six and two, well, then it comes down to the tiebreaker. But they need this win, and I think they don't want to leave it up to next week. You want to rack up a win here and make sure that you maintain that first place standing there here in the Coastal Division. And don't leave it up to chance. Don't leave it up to next week. 
Yes, they can still represent if they lose and then win. But why do that? Plus, this offense is electric. They average 45 points per game and 550 yards per game. North Carolina's defense is terrible. Wake put up 55. Notre Dame scored 44. Miami scored 42. And I think Pitt is going to get at least into the 40s, maybe even the 50s. And North Carolina is going to run out of gas. We'll see if this game is one of the key situational spots for our very own Adam Burke, who will join me coming up next year. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VEASAN mid-season football special is here. For only $99, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now till the end of the NFL playoffs. Daily best bet emails, 24-7 video streaming, betting splits for every sport, point spread weekly, plus in-depth data and analysis on vcin.com plus the College Hoops betting guide. This is a great deal at only $99 for the rest of the season. Sign up now at vcin.com slash subscribe. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network, joined now by our very own Adam Burke. You read his stuff in Point Spread Weekly, the Burke's betting blurbs in your daily subscriber emails, and all things vsin.com. Adam, thanks so much for uh, hanging with me as always. And like we do each and every week, I want to start with the college football situational spots. And one game that I just got done talking about, I know has to be on your list, and that is the Pitt Panthers laying six and a half at home against North Carolina here on Thursday night. Talk to me about this game. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'm just going to echo exactly what you talked about when you discussed this game before the break. But, I mean, look, this spot for North Carolina is atrocious. I mean, you can't ask for a better situational spot to back the Pitt Panthers here. North Carolina coming off that huge win against an in-state rival in Wake Forest, knocked them out of the college football playoff picture, erased a pretty big second-half deficit. They stormed the field. Everybody's excited. Everybody's happy. Now you get to turn around and play against Kenny Pickett on a short <laughs> week with travel. North Carolina has played three games away from home so far this year. They've lost all three of them and have not played particularly well in any of them. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't get any easier of a situational spot to look at here than Pitt. And we are starting to see some of those sevens creep up into the market. So if you like the Panthers like Scott and I do, better get that six and a half here before you go to bed. Uh, what about the team that North Carolina just defeated, and that is Wake Forest undefeated no more? Yeah, you know, there's a theory, and I know Wes Reynolds talks about this a lot. You know, I know that he's written about it before and he's talked about it on the shows, but it's this whole bubble bursting effect where mm, yep. you've got this Wake Forest team, they're undefeated, you know, and then now they lose a game. And not only did they lose a game, they also fall out of the college football playoff picture. With that being said, Dave Clawson's an excellent head coach, and also Wake Forest still has a chance here to win the ACC, which was probably their goal before the season. Just so happened that they kind of got into this college football playoff picture as well. The problem that I have here is that NC State is a really, really good football team, an excellent defensive team. They're also a very well-coached team themselves. Look, sometimes it works out, the bubble burst angle. Sometimes it doesn't. You can cherry-pick any kind of situation you want to sort of 
work on that narrative here in this game. But obviously, you have to consider the fact that this very difficult spot for Wake Forest here, given that their hopes and dreams were dashed last week by North Carolina. Uh, speaking of a team that had their hopes and dreams dashed, well, maybe not so much, but Michigan State loses to Purdue. They're undefeated no more, but I, they're still in control of their own ticket to the college world playoff. They can still win the Big Ten should they win out and defeat Ohio State and win the Big Ten championship game. They are now laying 13 points against Maryland. How do you feel about that situation? Yeah, you know, this is one where, look, I mean, there is a situational spot in play here. You know, as you just talked about Michigan State, now they have a really difficult path. They had a difficult path to the college football playoff to begin with because they're going to be a huge underdog against the Buckeyes here uh, in next week's game. But the thing that kind of changed this situational spot for me, actually, is the weather forecast in East Lansing coming up on Saturday. About 20-mile-per-hour wind gusts for this game. Maryland has to throw the football to be effective very tough to throw in those windy conditions. We know Michigan state has an elite running game, elite running back in Kenneth Walker, the third, they also have a very, very good run defense. So while this is a bad spot for Michigan state, I think that the wind is kind of an equalizer here for them where they can do what they want offensively. I don't think that Maryland can. So this is one of those things where, look, I think these situational spots are a guide. I think they help you kind of narrow your focus on the college football card but it doesn't mean that it's sole justification for a play. Other things have to line up too. And the problem here for the Terrapins is that I don't think those other things line up for them. So as bad of a spot as this is for Michigan state, maybe they're sluggish in the first quarter, something like that. I think that the physical nature of their offense is just going to run rough shot in the second half. Mm. So maybe that's how you play the situation. Maybe you fade Michigan state first quarter, first half. But I think ultimately I actually like Sparty to cover the 13 here. Yeah, so do I. Uh, let's go to the SEC and talk about a couple of situational spots there. Uh, first up, uh, Bo Nix and Auburn returning home after a loss. Yeah, you know, this is an Auburn team that, look, they can maybe find a backdoor route into the college football playoff if a ton of things fall their way. As we know, there's never been a two-loss team in the college football playoff. So I don't think Auburn will be the first one, which means that last week their hopes and dreams also dashed and bad Bo Nix showed up. And And the thing about Auburn is, you know, if Bo Nix is playing well, we know this is a good defense. We know they recruit extremely well. The problem for them has been that most important position on the field. Well, Bo Nix this year was playing pretty well. Last week, he didn't. And so I worry kind of about his confidence here going into this game against the Mississippi State team that still needs a win for bowl eligibility. Yeah, they have the Egg Bowl coming up against Ole Miss, but that's not going to be a game that they focus on as much as Auburn will with regards to the Iron Bowl against Alabama. I just don't think we get a fully focused effort from Auburn this week, and I don't think we get one next week against South Carolina either. Wow. Okay. Uh, sticking in the SEC, uh, let's talk about the other situational spot here, and that is with Arkansas against LSU. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, you look at this LSU team, and I give them full marks, man. I mean, they put everything into that game against Alabama last week, and realistically speaking, I mean, they had plenty of chances in the fourth quarter to win that game. They didn't. And that was sort of that big rallying moment for them. Kind of the last big game for Ed Orgeron here. Look, we saw this when they played Florida, when they kind of had the Ed Orgeron announcement that he wouldn't be back and all that. They rallied, they stepped up the following week. They didn't play well at all against Ole Miss. I think this situation could be the exact same here where they put everything into that game last week. Now they face a pretty physical Arkansas team that really wants to run the football on them. I don't think this is a good spot for LSU. They, they're playing their first unranked opponent since September 25th, by the way. So 
I don't know if there's a whole lot left in this in the tank for this team emotionally, physically, mentally, any of those things. I wouldn't be surprised if we get a big goose egg out of LSU this week. Wow. Uh, let's go to a spot here with a uh, military academy, Air Force at Colorado State. What's the situation in this one? Yeah, you know, obviously for Air Force, I mean, anytime you lose to another fellow service academy, it's, it's obviously a big blow for them. The difference here is if that happened to Army, they don't have a conference. You know, they don't really have goals left for the rest of this season outside, of course, of, of the Army-Navy game. But Air Force at least still has a chance to win this Mountain West Conference. So this is a big game for them here this week, laying a short number on the road against Colorado State, a Rams team that's going in the opposite direction. I mean, they are not playing well here over the last few weeks. Steve Adazio making some really bad calls at the end of games. So Air Force here, we know that the service academies are disciplined. We know that they run that type of scheme that really forces the opposition to be focused. It's a tough spot for them, but I think they're good enough and disciplined enough there to overcome this situation. So I do like Air Force a little bit here, but of course we do have to acknowledge that very, very tough loss to Army last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the final one that you wrote about, dare we say a situational spot between uh, an FBS and FCS school? Yeah, you know, look, I mean, there aren't odds up across the market yet for this game between Florida and Samford, but look, things are not going well with the Florida program. I mean, Dan Mullen makes a completely asinine comment about, you know, I'm not worried about (laughs) recruiting now. I'll worry about it at the end of the season. Then of course, Florida winds up having a couple of tough games here. This is the first time back in the swamp since October 9th. And they lost to LSU by seven, Georgia by 27, and then South Carolina by 23 last week. Look, I'm a Gamecocks fan, but what an inexcusable performance from Florida last week. I know they had some guys that had the flu and all of that, but Look, I mean, the question here is, are they motivated and focused enough to blow Samford out and cover the 35, 37, whatever this spread's going to wind up being here? Or do we see kind of a continuation from this Florida team of just not really playing well, not really being fully engaged? I'm going to be interested to see what this line looks like and how the market treats it for that Samford and Florida game here on Saturday. Oh, it's going to be wild. Yeah, and and Florida also dealing with issues. You know, Anthony Richardson getting hurt dancing in the dorms uh, and not on the right, field. They fired, they fired their defensive coordinator. Yeah. Uh, they fired their offensive line coach, you know, guys that are scapegoats for Dan Mullen falling short of expectations here. You know, I mean, look, ultimately, and this is an important thing I think to keep in mind here too. I know we're coming up on the break, but you know, the defensive coordinator, that's the guy who recruits a lot of these players. Uh-huh. The offensive line coach will recruit a lot of these players. Some of these kids won't even meet Dan Mullen until they get to the school. So there are you know, sometimes some emotional ties to those assistant coaches and all of that, that I think you, know, you kind of got to start looking at here as some of those guys lose their jobs as well. I 100% agree with that. People don't understand how important some of these assistant coaches are in recruiting. It's why, you know, uh, when Kirby Smart left Alabama and Georgia got, you know, the best recruiting class and beat Alabama, it's, you know, people didn't realize Kirby Smart was the lead recruiter for Alabama and for Nick Saban's staff, you know? So uh, that definitely has a a big factor here. Adam, hang on. We'll get into the NFL uh, coming up next year. I want to talk about survivor picks and some spots also that we can pick on here on the NFL card. He's Adam Burke. Uh, He's always with us on the network at Skating Tripods on Twitter. I'm Scott Seidenberg at Scott's On Air. This is The Look Ahead here on VSing, the sports betting network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. With college basketball starting this week, now is the time to get your copy of our annual betting guide for only $10. <coughs> this year's guide has everything you need to bet on the games all season long, including odds, trends, power ratings, and analysis for every team. Our team of experts, including Greg Hoops Peterson, Matt Humans, and Tim Murray, provide their predictions for win totals, futures, conference champions, tournament teams, and player awards. Sign up today and get your copy for only $9.99 at vcin.com slash subscribe. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It is the look ahead here on vcin. Rejoined now by our very own Adam Burke. You read his stuff in Point Spread Weekly, vcin.com, your uh, daily subscriber emails, Burke's betting blurbs. And uh, Adam joins me to talk every single week about college football situational spots. And in the NFL, survivor pools. First off, Adam, I have to ask, are you still alive? In Survivor, I am. 
I'm still alive. I, I managed to avoid uh, the last couple of weeks with some definite landmines out there, but went ahead and took the Colts on Thursday night last week. So happy to get that one in before having to sweat any of the things that happened on Sunday. Yeah, so I'm out. Uh, but for those that are still in, uh, let's go ahead and go with the um, survivor that we're writing in Point Spread Weekly, and let's talk about the spots that are obviously the ones to consider here. Yeah, you know, there are plenty of spots to consider. I mean, obviously, one of the things that's really difficult here at this time of the year is, you know, how many teams do you have left? You know, I mean, who still has an elite team like Arizona? Who still has a big favorite this week like the Buffalo Bills? Although, you know, things have not gone particularly well for Buffalo here over the last two weeks. They really struggled with the Dolphins. And then, obviously, last week hurt a lot of people losing to the Jaguars. Dallas, a massive favorite this week. The Colts, a big favorite against Jacksonville, who, of course, pulled that big upset last week. You know, that's kind of the question at this point in time, Scott, is, you know, which teams are still available for you? And then also, if you're still alive at this point in time, you absolutely have to start looking ahead to the future, too, in terms of trying to plan out which teams you still want to have available. If you're in a survivor contest where you have to pick a Thanksgiving game or pick one of those Christmas games, that's an extra wrinkle that you have to worry about. So, again, you know, it's the same thing we talk about every week. you got to go 1-0 and this week, but you also have to put together as many 1-0 weeks as you can. And, you know, lately here, we've had some big favorites going now. Yeah, well, absolutely. Um, the one that I would point to, if you had available, I think, is Baltimore over Miami. Uh, I don't think there's an upset that's going to happen in this game. Uh, could I see the Jets doing something against Buffalo? We just saw that, right? We just saw Buffalo lose a big one. We also saw the Jets uh, win as a double-digit dog against the the Bengals. Could I see the Lions winning against Pittsburgh? I mean, the Lions are going to have to win sooner or later, right? Uh, Carolina with P.J. Walker, maybe that adds a different dynamic to their offense going up against Arizona. Um, But I think Baltimore is the move here. I don't see any way in which the Ravens, with Lamar Jackson playing the way he's playing right now, I just can't see them losing to Miami here on Thursday night. Plus, there's something about picking Thursday night games, Adam, that just makes me feel good knowing that I can sit back and relax on Sunday after winning on Thursday. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And especially for the reasons that you mentioned. I mean, look, Miami is just so pathetic offensively. And the thing about it is, look, Baltimore's defense is not very good. You know, I mean, if you look at them from a yards per play standpoint, they've really struggled this year. They miss a ton of tackles. They allow a lot of yards after the catch. The problem here is that Miami generates very little in terms of yards after the catch. They're dead last in the NFL in yards per reception. They can't really exploit the one major weakness that Baltimore has. So, look, I think Baltimore is an outstanding teaser play for what it's worth here, going down from 7.5 to to minus 1.5. But also from a survivor standpoint, yeah, I mean, look, you may have other spots to take Baltimore down the line, but I think this is a good one here, even with the short week and the travel and all of that, Miami is just that bad of a football team. And of course, too, I don't know. I've kind of been out of the loop a little bit the last few hours. I don't know if it's Jacoby Brissett or if it's Tua coming back, but either way, I mean, I don't see either one of those guys hurting Baltimore that badly, especially with the numbers that the Ravens offense can put up. So I think that one makes a lot of sense to be sure. Uh, I think the Colts make a lot of sense. If you still have them, I don't think Jacksonville pulls the magic trick two weeks in a row. The interesting one is Pittsburgh, because I think a lot of people will be tempted to take the Steelers here because look, if you're in a traditional survivor pool over 18 weeks, you have to pick 18 of the 32 teams in this league. So you have to take a team like a Pittsburgh, you know, a team like Indianapolis last week, like I took on Thursday, 
you have to take some of these teams that are not elite, that are not really good, that are just kind of mediocre, middle-of-the-road teams. The problem is, as we saw last week, they can't really win by margin all that much. So that's one that would scare the heck out of me if, if I was thinking about taking the Steelers this week. I know Detroit's bad, but I, I think that's the riskiest team here of the big favorites. So what's the pick for you in continuing with your survivor entry in Point Spread Weekly? I will say this, because of the time that we have to file the stories for Point Spread Weekly, which is Tuesday at noon Pacific, I couldn't take Arizona because I didn't know if it would be Kyler Murray or if it would be Colt McCoy. If I had known that, I probably would have taken Arizona. But because I didn't have that, I couldn't really make that distinction, that determination. So instead this week, I went with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, laying nine and a half here against Washington. Teams off the bye have not been good. They've been three and nine against the spread. They've really struggled to find offensive rhythm. But both of these teams are off the bye in Uh, this game. Washington is dead last in the NFL in third down conversion rate against. They are terrible in the red zone, as we all know. I think Tampa Bay just outscores them, outvolumes them, outchances them. I think the Buccaneers win this game comfortably, so they were my pick this week. Yeah, I, I like that as well, and I think there's, you know, I'm going to find a way to maybe tease down Tampa. You know, uh, we talk about this all the time, the, the non-traditional teasers, but uh, I can't see this being decided by less than a touchdown. Let's talk about teaser spots here, Adam. Uh, which uh, game on the board here for this Week 10 card is your most uh, appealing, let's call it your second teaser leg, because I think the first teaser leg is going to be the Baltimore Ravens on Thursday night. Yeah, I mean Baltimore is just an obvious one. You know, you take them down through that three and seven corridor, take them down to one and a half, get those two key numbers. You also get six, four is a fairly important number. Sometimes five kind of lands every now and then. I think Baltimore makes a ton of sense. I also think Cleveland makes a ton of sense here. Again, another one of the legs of that Wong teaser going up from two and a half to eight and a half, getting the plus three, getting the plus seven, and also two. I kind of like Cleveland as a straight wager but uh-huh. with the news about Nick Chubb and Felton possibly being out because of COVID protocols and all of that. I'll take a little bit of extra margin for error here. Get them up over a touchdown. Look, New England doesn't blow anybody out there except for the jets. They're very conservative, very vanilla offensive team. It's hard for them to create margin. Patriots may win this game, but I don't see them winning this game comfortably. So the Browns are another teaser consideration. And then lastly here, I like Vegas plus two and a half. I like Vegas on the money line for a little bit of a sprinkle, but also again, they fit that long teaser mold going up from two and a half to eight and a half, getting three, getting seven, a game where the totals come down a little bit. I think those are probably your three best teaser legs here for this week, Baltimore, Cleveland, and the Raiders. I know that people always say don't tease through zero, Adam, but in certain spots, do you think it makes sense, like, for the Kansas City Chiefs, taking them to plus three and a half? Wouldn't that, wouldn't you feel good about that game? And I know, I, again, I know people say traditionally don't do it, but I think in certain spots it kind of does make sense, and maybe the Chiefs are one of those spots. What do you think? One of the problems with teasing through zero is that you effectively take a six point teaser and turn it into a five point teaser because zero is, is not going to land. Yep. So you lose a lot of equity when you tease through zero, you, you miss out on one of the numbers where the game could possibly fall. Yeah. I know a tie happens like once every 14 weeks or, or whatever it is, but 
I would never recommend teasing through zero. I completely understand where you're coming from in terms of Kansas City probably doesn't lose this game by margin if they end up losing it. But you know, again, you just you take away so much equity not having a sixth number in that six point teaser that you, you kind of counterfeit the value that a teaser actually brings you. Final thing, what are you working on for uh, the rest of this week's uh, betting blurbs? Yeah, you know, I'm going to have to come up with some ideas here, I think. Uh, my Mac handicaps have not gone well as that conference. <laughs> just, is just blindly a, bet the overs. Area. Yeah, pretty much, exactly. Kind of blindly bet the overs. One thing I think I may talk about a little bit here is, you know, akin to college football, where if a team loses to an FCS opponent early in the year, everybody discards that team. Oh, that team's terrible. That team sucks, whatever else. That's something that happens in college basketball too, where if mm. a team loses is a big favorite. People write them off immediately. And I think that, you know, there's some opportunities to kind of back those teams where maybe they just shot poorly, something like that. So I'm going to look into some of the big upsets that we've seen and kind of use some of those teams as examples of why you probably don't want to write them off early in the season. All right, Adam, always appreciate the time. We'll talk to you next week, bud. Yeah, absolutely. Scott, have a good night. There he is. Adam Burke, Beeson, uh, betting analyst, read his stuff on vcin.com, Point Spread Weekly, and your daily subscriber emails, Burks Betting Blurbs. Follow him on Twitter at Skating Tripods. You follow me on Twitter at Scott's On Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Plenty more NFL and college football to get into coming up next here on The Look Ahead on vcin. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.